0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the eve of the final Old Firm game of the season Michael Beale confirms Robbie McCrory will stay in goal And Alfredo Morelos could still feature Despite heavy criticism last week Manager of the Year nominee Ange Postacoglu Hints he too could make changes And neither boss sees the need for a guard of honour And there's bound to be more playoff drama in store Tonight I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me Two men for the big occasion It's Kenny Miller And Hugh Evans. In the 135 year history Of games between Celtic And Rangers There has never been And there will never be A meaningless fixture Tomorrow It'll be tribal It'll be traditional And I think Both managers Will leave out players Who are well used to this fixture And put in others To see if they can handle the heat and with regard to tonight's playoff tie between Queen's Park and Partick Thistle, of course, the Partick Thistle players have to manage emotion as well as the opposition because of the sad loss to their manager, Chris Doolan, of his father, Lawrence. Our condolences to the Doolan family. Yeah, Kenny, if the other night was anything to go by, the playoffs are the place to be tonight. Abandon all your plans and... Just get yourself along to a playoff game or tune in or whatever Because it is an absolutely mad set of results And uh, there's still a big game tomorrow Despite what the league table says Yeah, if anything's to go by by the midweek uh, Playoff games, it'll be a goal fest tonight uh, And it's the night before the last old fun game of the season Still still looking forward to it There's still a lot to play for You look at the other fixtures it's, They're all going to have a, a say on, on European spots And that is just a huge game at the bottom Between Ross County and Dundee United could have a big say in who goes down Massive weekend tomorrow Really is For every team involved So we can look ahead to any of the fixtures In particular if it is the race for Europe We're looking Aberdeen, Hibs, St Mirren, Hearts Kind of must win fixtures there Big relegation battles at Tannadice Rugby Park And to a lesser extent McDermott Park uh, If you have any thoughts Please do get them in But I've got a funny feeling Despite it being Never meaningless According to Hugh Keevans But mm. maybe Slightly more meaningless Than it sometimes can be Will we settle on that What do you think Heading into the game At Ibrox Tomorrow 0141 951 1025 So Rangers fans Michael Beale Very upfront and honest today That Robbie McCrory Will continue In goal Are you happy with that Do you think That's risky in any way Or, or is it the right call What about Alfredo Morelos Because we spent The start of this week Listening to Michael Beale Describing the negative impact he had on the game And some people would have assumed that You wouldn't see him again But Michael Beale says no such problem there And he could feature tomorrow So would you play him Or would you not What does the game mean to you? Both sets of fans Like we said it's, it's not We can't dress it up completely It's not as meaningful as it could be So what does it mean to you? 01419511025 We've even got the manager of the year shortlist today Ange Postacoglu is on it Stephen Robinson James McPake Darren Young As well What do you make of that And anything else at all 01419511025 Give us a call right now I think they'll go with Kent Ed, Not Kent <laughs> that would With be Alfredo Morelos Tomorrow uh, I know we always talk about oh, One last hurrah From Alfredo Morelos Before he goes And others saying Oh he hasn't tried a, a leg all season His time has come and gone I think tomorrow Rangers will try that 
to see if he can mm. bring himself to life for one afternoon and uh, get a goal against Celtic. And I think Celtic, I think they might actually leave out Kyogo and uh, and play O from the start. Well, again, both sets of fans, you tell us what are you expecting tomorrow? Even Ange Postacoglu hinting that he could well make changes tomorrow. So, Celtic fans, what are you expecting from your team lineup? Rangers fans, same to you and to both. What does it mean? What does this one mean to you? How would you sum it up? You're more than welcome to come on here and say that it is completely meaningless and you could not care less. Hugh Keevans might disagree with you. You might still find some importance in there. So whatever you're thinking about tomorrow, do us a favour and share it right now. 0141951 1025. I think camouflage it all. Mm. The Rangers fans will say, ah, the league's away, so it really doesn't matter to me until 12.30. And the Celtic fans will say, we don't care. We've got the league But That's until mm. 12.30 I do think to a point Kenny I always remind My esteemed colleague here He cannot speak on behalf Of them all And We can Do our bit for the The occasion And the rivalry And say that You know These are never meaningless When it comes to this And I'm not saying that they are But clearly there is a scale here There is a scale That goes from Last day title decider All the way down To somewhere What, what we've got tomorrow We can't pretend It's as important as the rest no, it's not. I think, and I think it could be more important for one group than the other group. You know, so I think, and even if Rangers fans are again to go to be the mindset that Hugh just says, "Ah, well, the league's done and blah blah," it doesn't matter. Well, I think forget half twelve. I think quarter past two. If it's another old firm defeat after a changed team, then I think then you'll hear the the fans on this show demanding answers, demanding improvements. Again, all the usual cliches No good enough No fight This that and the other thing Will be coming out So I would I would probably Tend to go for It probably is more important For Rangers to, uh, t- tomorrow Hence Ange may be making changes He's alluding to making changes To his team Which he wouldn't be doing that mm. If this was a title decider Or a semi-final And or a cup Robbie final. McCrory Probably wouldn't be playing For Rangers So it, th- there is evidence there isn't Well there that? is There is that the managers Are, are kind of taking A little bit of that mindset While still acknowledging That is a huge game you know, it is, you don't want to be losing it And come 12.30 now When it kicks off Every single player wants on that park it. Wants oh, to course. win that game And the fans that are going to be Inside the stadium And watching at homes Are going to want their team To win the game Absolutely 01419511025 What are you thinking then? All round ahead of that one tomorrow Let's kick off with Dominic on the line What are your overriding thoughts? Dominic, how much does it matter to you then? As a Rangers fan Kick us off with that For me personally God, I think it would be it. At least it is something we can have a bit of a waste a bit of uh, say that it's been pride, is it? Is that that sort of thing? Basically, aye. Basically, round going a full season, dropping was in every game or beside a draw to them. But I think that there's a few questions as I was saying to the producer there. It's going to be interesting to see who he starts tomorrow. I know Morelos is in contention, but I think that Sakala. Up front with maybe Arfield behind, but what's the chances? Does Kenny think about Matondo? I think that's not a, a smart idea. Plus the two centre back. Yeah, well, let's do the second point first, if you like, straight into team selection. So um, you can tell that it still is a big game in, in some regards. What do you make of um, Dominic's questions, Kenny? Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I I I tend to think Morelos will play. Uh, why? Because I, th- I, w- I was at the game last week and they lacked a real number nine in their team. Uh, as much as they won the game, uh, it went with kind of Matondo and Sakala up front. Uh, bundles of pace. 
Did it really work? Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh, I think they missed a number nine, but it's an, I'm, I'm, I, we've talked about this in the show many a time. Yeah. What if that number nine's no firing? Yeah, is he and still giving you that? And that's exactly where Alfredo is at the moment. He's no firing. You said about uh, Gordon about Michael talking about the lack of energy or or the reduced energy when Alfredo then went on. You know, it's a that's that's the area of the pitch for me. Mm. Uh, I think really I'm struggling to work out what yeah. what Michael might do because I've been pretty confident leading into other games, but this one, the options are limited for a start. They're, they're not options that stand out because the, the players that are involved yeah. in those options have not really been performing so I, I do tend to think Morelos will play I don't think uh, Matondo will play uh, again that's I, I was at the game last at the game last week I don't think that role suits him I don't think the way Michael plays his team potentially suits him either so I don't think he'll play I think Sakala probably has to play because I don't think there's many other options one guy who I thought was was really good last week was Scotty Wright Scotty came on and impacted he that game in a really, really option. positive way. I wouldn't say, listen, he's not started a lot of games. I wouldn't say left field, but the way Michael plays with those two players in behind the kind of front two, mm. if he chooses to play that way, Cantwell's going to be one of them. Who is going to be the other one? I feel definitely would, would come into the consideration. Hadji played there last week, and for me, Scotty Wright, like I said, he came on and he was absolutely mm. excellent how he came on the game. Again, another player who's not a lot of game time, but what he does is, Anytime he comes on, it's absolutely everything. He's full of energy. He's no sulking. He's no moaning. He comes on and, mm. and makes an impact. And he done that last week. So no, no Morelos for you, Dominic. What do you make of that from last week? Really pointed criticism from Michael Beale. Um, I'll play you a clip in a minute with some updated thoughts on Alfredo Morelos. You, you wouldn't bother tomorrow? I don't think so. Because I know Beale's come out and said that he's not getting any issues with him. But see, his attitude that said that all last week when he came on, that he's just when you hurry up and get out the door I think that it's, it's time for other players to come in and show what they can do but I'm glad he's obviously putting McCrory in but I'd like to see if Kenny's getting any updates on Alan McGregor <laughs> No, no listen again if anybody who's even fans listening to Alan McGregor over the years he gives, he doesn't give anything away and it includes the guys that have played with him friends I mean a, a telling sign for me it was about a couple of months ago where one of his good friends suggested that he felt he may retire uh, and that was for me it was a bit of a sign and I think the fact that he's actually given Ross uh, sorry Robbie McCrory game time as well I think that they're looking they're trying to give Robbie the chance can you play in these games can you carry that jersey the Rangers number one before we go and actually make decisions on recruitment where by the way it looks like he's heavily down the road mm. in, in, in recruitment in that department already so it's uh, Robbie's getting the chance to stake a claim or at least to be the backup to whoever it is that comes in let's hear that Alfredo Morelos answer from Michael Beale today yeah, Ryan's not returned to training, so uh, he had a slight issue last week uh, in training, so we, we've kept him out. Alfredo will still be in the squad um, and, and still be available for selection if, if, if we uh, so, so be it. No, I spoke to him before I made those comments. I was asked a question and I, I didn't think it was his best performance in terms of energy. I've not had to say that too much uh, working with him. Our relationship's really honest and upfront and always has been there's no issue between me and him but likewise with any player if I think their energy needs to be better I'll say it and it's just the honesty and they respect that because it's two way he's quite robust you know he's lived and worked in Scotland for five or six years a lot worse has been said about Alfredo in that time than I felt he could have made a more positive impact he's fine like you know we talk we get on he's trained well this week he's available for selection he's a Rangers player until 
uh, until he moves on. And so, no, there's no drama there with me and Alfredo whatsoever. I get lack of options, etc., Hugh, but that, oh. that to one side, are you surprised at that tone and the, the inclusion tomorrow, just given how how critical that was last week? Because I get Michael Will saying I was asked the question, but the, the, the answer was more than that. You know, the answer was a, yeah. a, a, a sort of deliberate announcement. It was, a, it was a wonderful sound bite for everyone uh, And everyone assumed that that was him finished But Michael Beale is obliged to win this game tomorrow Because whether fans regard it as meaningless Irrelevant Celtic have won the league etc etc Michael Beale is obliged to win that game Because people will say This is the sixth game against Celtic this season And if there are mm. no wins in six that's yeah. your fault But people might tune in and think This is last Friday's show Because it's the same discussion That is so, that, you know, We can always just say that generally Does Alfredo Morelos give you any better A chance of winning the game at the moment We keep we keep saying that as well, if it's fact it, As if by not playing Alfredo Morelos You're somehow taking this big risk Why are we still there? If you bring him off the bench He'll give you precisely nothing Which is what he gave uh, last week Against Aberdeen So your only hope Is to put him on From the start And see if the atmosphere The fact that it's Against Celtic If all of that Can enliven him And give him a flashback To when he was A proper centre forward uh, So that's the The roll of the dice That you're taking And that's why I think Michael Beale yeah. Will roll the dice So Dominic You mentioned pride Earlier Do you think it's important For Michael Beale That he just gets a victory, any sort of victory in this fixture on his his CV. Well, definitely, like often because then it comes it comes about is he'll be under more pressure next season to deliver quicker because it's it's Sean Kenny knows it. There's Rangers managers and Celtic managers can't survive without beating other other side at least once. Mm-hmm. But don't be wrong, a few of the performances have been promising this season, but look at the downfall of mine been. Pedro Cusinha came in, Hugh's favourite man. He was an absolute bomb scared, and that's this basically decided his future, man. I suppose that's that is the unforgiving nature of this rivalry, Kenny. Because on one hand, and both probably can be true. It's it's not the biggest game tomorrow. It it doesn't have these big knock on effects. Rangers might lose it. The fans are probably feeling quite apathetic anyway. But what it will then mean is at the start of next season, every time we preview one of the the first game. It'll be written there Michael Beale Still without a win Against Celtic You know and It just becomes And at that point He's not able to say Ah oh, but come on guys the, the last one of last season Didn't really matter Did it Because It, it kind of always does And I know that contradicts Then what we've What, what I said to you earlier Go on I said it after The game t- Two games ago mm-hmm. Sorry before The game two games ago After two games um, Two old firm games In Michael Beale's reign There was still three to come And I said If you get to the end of the season And you've not got one then it's going to be and by the way the performances have been good in the last couple of games and the games have been won and lost on the moments that Celtic took and the moments that Rangers missed you know uh, again that being said we're going to we're four games down this is Michael Beale's fifth old firm game if Rangers don't win tomorrow the first old firm game that comes this this show is going to be you'll hear that it's been five games it was mm-hmm. the whole way last season that Rangers fans will be saying we couldn't beat them we couldn't do this and Michael's had five chances and that will come out 
by the way, it has no bearing. This game has no bearing on what's yeah. going to happen next year. Or, but what it does have a bearing on is the mindsets of the Rangers fans going into mm-hmm. those games. And that's the noise that surrounds both of these clubs in Glasgow. And it's the pressures that always fall on one side, where the other side can sit back with their feet up and have a have a, have a, a, a positive look at it. And unfortunately for Rangers fans and the, and the football club, that's the green side I, of the city at the moment. I think you have to separate punters from professionals. With regard to this particular fixture It means Very little to Ange Postacoglu Because his thoughts are already on the, the cup final First of all And then next season And how he Improves the squad that he has already However For the Celtic supporters Any opportunity To beat Rangers Is to be seized at Likewise the Rangers supporters While you can say The league's Done and dusted And Celtic have it Two in a row they have to go and face Celtic supporters at work or neighbours in their everyday lives. It is vitally important to people on a human level, and this sounds like amateur psychology, but that's the way it yeah. works. It is this rivalry is their lives. Thank you to Dominic. What are you thinking then, Rangers fans? Agreeing or disagreeing with what you've heard regarding Morelos or McCrory and how much tomorrow does or does not matter? Let us know, Celtic fans. Good time for you to step up because we're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu next. So why don't you join us? You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are in the building So give them a call Let them know what you're thinking tonight Join in the discussion 01419511025 We heard from Michael Beale There's more where he came from So let's hear from Ange Postacoglu as well Celtic fans Which means it's an excellent time The perfect time in fact For you to get involved in the discussion He doesn't think the result Tomorrow has any bearing on future seasons Therefore suggesting that Priority might be for him also To make some changes tomorrow Yeah, not from my perspective I don't think it, it, it gives you sort of Any sort of edge, significant edge In terms of next year, you know From our perspective, like I said, we just want to finish the season strong Chance tomorrow to, to sort of have a look At a couple of things as well From from a team perspective um, You know, building into next year So as I said, we'll use these games as an opportunity to to make sure we're ready for the cup final and also, you know, um, just sort of have a look at a few things that we, we kind of want to work with. Is that in contradiction to perhaps what you would have thought earlier in the week, Hugh? Would yeah. you have thought Celtic would have gone guns blazing, you know, strongest team possible sort but, of thing? Yep, exactly. My first instinct was Ange Postacoglu will pick all of the big hitters uh, and then after the Rangers game, he will relax his attitude Towards the games that follow Until of course the cup final But when he says it gives us the chance To look at a couple of things That means for sure There's going to be change I mean I could uh, imagine uh, Iwata coming in I could imagine O Coming in from the start David Turnbull The only Scot to have scored a goal In an Old Firm game this season I could imagine him coming in And uh, Burnaby for example At fullback. So I think all four Keeps coming uh, Let's bring in Scott then And see Scott Who's in Canvas Lang Do any of those names Do it for you Scott Do you think You know Would you be in favour of making a few changes tomorrow Hi guys How are you doing again How are you doing now Hope you're all okay um, <laughs> Believe it or not right, This is probably the first time But I'm actually agreeing with Hugh here right? No um, Never I know I know, I know there was, We had a wee Tip for tat with 
Star felt not that long ago, if you can remember you. Um, but uh, I think O should play for the start. I think he should be given a chance. You know, um, Q will go on the bench, that's fine, just in case we need him. But I think O's a great shout. You know, I think the boy needs to get a run out, you know, and see what he can do. You know, it's 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 no a meaningless, meaningless, meaningless game, right? It's bragging rights, you know. Um, it's one side of the side against the other. Kenny, you'll know that more than I will. Um, but that's what it's all about, bragging rights, you know. So um, I, I think changes will be good. You know, to see what they can do, you know, especially Ibrox, you know, but um, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, managers I mean, it's... have the, the luxury of not being able to bother about bragging rights. They have a priority, and that is to see what's going on within their club. And I think that's what Ange Postacoglu is trying to tell the fans tonight that he will learn nothing by putting out all the big hitters, uh, even if he beats Rangers and. Therefore you have six Old Firm games in the season And no defeats for Celtic But he will learn nothing about Iwata's ability to handle The pressure of a game at Ibrox When there are no mm. Celtic supporters inside the ground How will O fare If he has to take the place of Kyogo David Turnbull has already scored in the fixture this season Doesn't get much game time Would probably relish the chance to start uh, And that's Ange Postacoglu's mindset. So I suppose one way of looking at it, Kenny, is it is a it's a compliment to Celtic, or, or they've they've done enough to get themselves in a position where you can do this. I mean, we've been caught up, so we we do get caught up here of saying these games are never meaningless and they're must win. So what are, are you never ever ever able to throw someone in and see how they stand up to the environment? And if you've somehow got to a point where you've won the league. And you do have this Then you might as well take it I suppose would be the, the view Well it's, They're in a brilliant position So that they can do it You know I think A water coming into the team Maybe if it was in place of Hitati for instance I still don't think he's shown He's, he's the same type of impact That mm. Hitati can have But he's looked very very good You know this guy looks a really, really good player It would be at the back Where I would have the concerns About all the changes Like this could be 75% of your starting back four that's not going to be playing if Bernabe plays like it, like, like you suggest. So that would be a, a concern. And you know what? See, as, as, as the programme's gone on and Hughes started to throw in that there could be potential changes and Ange alluding to it, it becomes a really dangerous game for me, for Rangers. Because if you can't beat a team that's made five or six changes, where, where are we going to be, mm-hmm. Rangers fans, at, at quarter past two tomorrow if they've not got the three points in the bag? So it does become different. And there is going to be changes in the Rangers team as well because of the injuries that Michael's already talked about and and, and obviously the lack of form and performances of certain individuals as well. So it's, it's maybe it's starting to have a bit of a strange feel for me actually going into this game because I, I'm always the one that is. It's an old firm game. It doesn't matter what it is. I've played in ones that are almost like title deciders I've played in ones where leagues are already mm. been done but it's always been approached in the same manner uh, this one now is starting to take a little bit of a different feel but I do believe it's, a, it's probably more important for, the, for like from a Rangers perspective that they get the three points there are many cliches that do the rounds with this fixture Scott you talk about you know markers and so on that's not an option for Celtic because you don't get a bigger marker than the trophy that's sitting in the cabinet is, is there any part of you that Feels the need to, to make sure Rangers don't win it Make sure Michael Beale You know Can't get that one over Make sure there's no belief built up ahead The next season Does 
Does that sort of stuff come into it for you Or, or will it not have an impact at all? Um, as Kenny said It's kind of a strange one You know Obviously being a Celtic fan You're wanting Celtic to win You know But it's it's all done and dusted And the league's done And whatever else You know um, Do I want Celtic to win? Of course I do Every Celtic fan does You know um, you know, a defining thing to say, you know, that oh, Rangers beat us in the last game. You know, that's that's no the issue. You know, it's it's. I think there's more pressure on Rangers at this present moment to beat to beat Celtic. You know, so as Kenny says, you know, it's no that kind of grey cloud over Ibrox. You know that they've played this six times, seven times this year, and they'll beat us. You know, and that's. You need to get the monkey off the back kind of thing. So no, it's no. Obviously, I want Celtic to win, but it's no. I, I wouldn't be downheartened if they did me. If you know what I mean, you know. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I would get that. Doesn't one ruin your weekend? Yeah. No, no, no. Wouldn't no. Wouldn't no. Definitely no. No. It would, you know, you'd be sure I go off to say right. You know that's been mm. done it. You know, but you know and. To put the green spectacles on, you know, obviously I'm wanting Celtic to win. Obviously, this is the this is how you know Hugh. This is in Glasgow speak. What Scott's saying is, oh, it'll ruin my Saturday, just not my Sunday as well. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. means it's meaningless in this part of the world. If and I want you to listen to these words carefully. If I've got this right in my head, and Burnaby plays, and Turnbull plays, and O plays, and Iwata plays, ten million pounds worth of footballers there. You know, so it's not as if you run down, down London Road and uh, ask for volunteers. Ask for four passers by to turn up tomorrow. Ten million pounds worth of footballers. You yeah. know, so Ange Postacoglu would be saying to himself, "Club has paid ten million pounds for you. Uh, now we need to find out, or I need to find out, what you're capable of under trying circumstances mm. and 50,000 Rangers fans in your ear for 90 minutes and not a Celtic fan in the place other than the director's box, that is the kind of thing that Ange Postacoglu is interested in. Well, what difference has all this, the title being in the bag and the perceived changes and all the talk, what difference has it made to the build-up? Let's hear Ange Postacoglu's thoughts on that. If we were going there tomorrow to win it, there probably would have been a little bit more hype um, around it. You know, I think from that perspective, it it's, doesn't feel sort of as intense in terms of the build-up to to the game. But I, I don't think that will diminish the game itself. I still think the game will still have, you know, all the elements you expect in a derby game. So I don't think that'll be any different. But... Um, you know, and, and maybe because of the circumstances, our circumstances, obviously, like I said, being champions and sort of everything that goes along with that, um, you know, it's been a different week for us. You have these kind of individual things, that contests that you also know are important and significant to, to the club and um, every derby is, is that is that kind of game, you know, it's an opportunity to, to win against a, a, a very good team and, and the team closest to us on the table. So a game that always means something to our supporters. So, you know, it's an opportunity to, to, to just create another significant moment for us. So, you know, that's the opportunity that's there now. Uh, let's thank Scott, who was on the line there from Canvas Lang and bring in Alec in Renfrew. What does tomorrow mean, Alec? It's never completely meaningless, I don't think, is it? But what does tomorrow mean? In my eyes, it's meaningless. But if it means Rangers getting a draw tomorrow to keep Bill on the job, then I'll accept that. You know what I mean? Because 
If you're facing Bale next season, it will just be the same thing, same story. Uh, I think you should get all the fringe players a run out tomorrow and keep the rest of them all fresh for the cup final. The, the, cup, the, the cup final is several weeks away yeah. And they, there's no need for them to be kept fresh uh, they, they, they last played last Sunday So they've had a, a week of normal everyday training for professional footballers So that's not an issue for me Alec has got that free hit at the whole thing He's come on with the sarcastic point that if it's a draw uh, Then it keeps Michael Beale in a job Therefore in Alec's way of thinking Michael Beale staying is a good thing for Celtic not for Rangers so you know that will be Alex's mindset until 12.30 tomorrow and as soon as the whistle blows he'll show considerably more interest in the game no I think you're wrong you you totally wrong don't let him tell you what you're thinking Alex <laughs> no he's totally wrong because I've got I'll maybe not even watch the game tomorrow, you know what I mean? And I watch every Celtic. So, uh, what, what are you going to do instead then? I'll take the dog a walk. Ah, oh, that's, that's not a real fan, it's Gordon, is it? It's not a real fan. degrees tomorrow. When do we get 20 degrees in Scotland? Exactly, that's too hot for you and the dog. So take the dog a walk in the morning when it's nice and cool and then get in half 12. No, my son's got more... He wants to win, but I, I, it doesn't bother. I'll take a draw there, you know what I mean? I'll take a draw there. But you, but you wouldn't take it. You, you, you take wouldn't a take defeat? a defeat. What? Yeah, take a defeat. Of course, I take it. He's going to be out walking his dog. Yeah, but Alec thinks that you and Kenny and me are daft, and that, that's why he's on uh, peddling all this. I might not even turn on the telly. Hi, have a look at yourself. I Alec. don't know that are you allowed to call Alec a liar. Alec may well be. I didn't out. call him that. Alec. I said that he thinks that you, me, and Kenny Miller are daft. <laughs> But Alec might well be out Walking Lubo tomorrow And just taking Checking in. the scores on his phone well, yeah, well, Alec do me a favour See if you do that Make sure you at least listen to us As you walk will you <laughs> But no No honestly I've, I've We've done the damage this season You know I mean Rest the players Because I know for a set They're going to kick everything Above ground tomorrow And I don't want any of my players Injured for the cup final I've already got A couple of injuries Now With uh, My full back you know what I mean? He's out. He's not going to kick another ball this season. I don't want any more injuries. The manager says he might be back for the cup final, Alistair Johnson. Um, I can't believe we always hear this, don't we? About injuries, Kenny, and I suppose truth be told, you can you can get them anywhere. And as Hugh says, if this was the week before the cup final, maybe you're having a different discussion. It looks like Celtic will rotate tomorrow anyway, but not because the cup final's imminent. No, that's that because again you don't want to be going like you say it's three weeks without playing any football going into a cup final yeah. even even if it is against low level op- uh, opposition. Listen, Alex, Alex making the point. Like you say he's, he's he's at the wind up the night for us. He's, he's saying he's not watching the game. He'll be watching the game. He says Michael Beale is a good thing for Celtic, whereas is completely wrong because I would I would throw it out there. I know Celtic won the games, but there's been positive stuff for Rangers over the last two old firm games. Again, I would even put it out there. I think Rangers. Potentially edged the game Taking the goal The mistake out And then the Sakala miss And they never really Had a front three Playing that day So uh, In the semi-final So The games have been competitive You know This is not a walk in the park Like it was earlier in the <laughs> like season Like it will be for Alex tomorrow It will tomorrow. be for Alex Tomorrow no, walking no, no, the dog no, no. When the game's going on But Alex It's not been a walk in the park for, in, in the park for Celtic Alex, In the last two or three Alex's dog will have a Celtic scarf on <laughs> And a green and white bubble hat <laughs> Alex Once you Are out walking the dog Though and, and 
Who are you hoping to I know you're not watching it But who are you hoping to hear Has got the nod to play the game Are there any Any fringe players That you're hoping to hear Good reports about When you've not watched it No well I, I want Hasabancic Banovic to, to, to play for the start I want him to be on I want O to be on Kigo to be rested Because he's played all through the season And uh, Turnbull to be on Because These players are not getting they're getting 10, 15 minutes each game. You know, I want, I want to see them on for 90 minutes, you know. I mean, it's it's a game that's... You'll not see it though, remember? No, I'm winding it up. Uh, but uh, I just want the, the French players to play. Uh, Mark Wilson's about one phone call away from getting a game here, I think. Yeah. I hope he's back in time. hope he's listening. Thank you to Alec. Enjoy your walk might, or whatever it is. Somebody might even find James McCarthy somewhere. You get up to... Now you're pushing it I think Now you are pushing it Maybe that's what we could do If we get bored of the football discussion Let's throw it out there What is The most extreme alternative plan You've got to watch in the game tomorrow A dog walk's a bit mundane for me Yeah I'm hoping we can like Crank it up as the show goes on Thank you to Alec We'll take more calls next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's 01419511025 If you want to have your say And we would love to have you So please do get in touch You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB uh, If you want to get your thoughts in Ahead of the big game That's just what I always call it oh. But now we're hearing from callers That some are not even going to watch it Going to go and walk their dogs instead So the medium sized game Between Rangers and Celtic tomorrow Uh there are genuinely huge meaningful games elsewhere in the Premiership And what about tonight, the playoffs Anyone heading along, Partick Thistle fans You might be in the car round about now Maybe you could give us a call and let us know what you are thinking Paul is on the line, how are you Paul? Yeah, fine, yep Good man, what's your point tonight? Hey, my point is, uh, I, I think Celtic should be the young boy batter I think he's a good player, do you know what I mean? He's, that might be a shout when he came on the last team against Hickabins, he played well. Set up chances for all. Yeah, in the manager's current frame of mind, I think Vata will be on the bench. And I wouldn't rule out seeing him at some stage. Uh, he's come on a couple of times, uh, laid on terrific chances. Both of them, unfortunately for O, O missed them. Uh, but he laid on two guilt-edged chances on a plate. Uh, and he looks to have something about him, as they say. So I, I wouldn't. I think he'd be on the bench. Yeah, came came on three times in the month of April, Kenny. Which is yeah. Look, there, there is obviously that thing that it perhaps coincided with the absence of Abada and Jota at times, but doesn't doesn't mean it's impossible tomorrow. No, I think I agree with you. I don't think he'll start, but he'll, uh, it might be a game where he could experience. An old firm game at first team level I was actually at the game on Wednesday night Where he played in the Glasgow Cup final When he looked very good It does look like one of the The standout players in that B team And that's that's the next step You know when you're the best One of the best players in that at that level You always kind of get the opportunities To at least be on the bench Or train with the first team And maybe you make a few substitute appeasements Where that is at at the moment So this, I mean, tomorrow would be a wonderful occasion for him If you could get a uh, so like some minutes in the, on the field in a, in a first team old fun game. Everyone always uh, looks at the Celtic and the policy. You know the players that have been bought, brought in from other countries, and ah, well, but the young. But quietly, Ange Postecoglou has brought in Ben Summers. He's brought in Rocco Vata, 
I know he didn't get on last week But he was on the bench Boston Lawal uh, So it's not as if Ange Postacoglu Is completely Unaware of What's at academy level I'm glad you said You were at the game the other night Because I had forgotten And it reminded me of the picture You must have seen the picture What picture? Is it you? This is annoying me Is it you that's speaking to Ange Postacoglu? I was at some point, yeah. So and you've I, been I've snapped. not seen the picture. Have you not? No, I have not no. Right, all right. I, I just assumed you'd seen this. So one of the football websites. I was, pro- I was providing me an offer to leave in the summer. Well, this, it, this, this is the thing. I want <laughs> word for word. I want a written transcript. Let me find this picture. Where is it? So I think it was on one of the football websites. There it is. Was it Football Scotland or something? There we are, Hugh Keevans. Tell you what, it looks like he's about to knock you down the stairs. Look at that stair. If looks could kill, oh. Hugh Keevans. It was actually very friendly, wasn't it? So what was the nature of the con- what was it, He looks angry at you there, though. You would admit yeah. that, wouldn't you? He does, actually. That, what yeah. was the nature of the conversation? No, it was just, uh, it was, he's there. He came and I was standing talking with, uh, with Stevie Walker, the Rangers physio. He came across at a wee blur. Obviously, I congratulated him on his move and asked him when he was leaving. <laughs> Said, I'll drive you, all the usual stuff. Sorry, I congratulated him on winning the league and, and asked him when he was leaving. Did yeah. you share... Share your experiences of his homeland. No, we did. He did. Uh, he kind of touched on us how it went. Obviously, I loved it. Uh, initially, we knew Castle Jets and then uh, in Western Sydney. So, yeah, we did. We, we, we chatted a little bit about that. And I say he's more than welcome to head back. And home did he tell you when he's leaving, though? No, he did no, not. I think uh, he's not giving any of that information out. Wishful thinking, mate, would have been the, the line, I suspect. Um, yeah, I mean, Paul, any, anyone else? The guys have been throwing, you know, maybe someone like O in to, to get a chance. Is that is that an idea? I think if we'll get a chance, I, I, I 100% sure he'll score him on Because I think he's a good player. You sound like you've gone to the Hugh Keevan school of <laughs> predictions. Yeah. He's 100% certain. And by the way, he might, and then people will play this, but I'm not saying he won't. I've just never met such a level well, of certainty it, about it, a goal scorer. If you're taking the place of Kyogo, who has scored five times against Rangers this season, uh, then it would be a comfort to know that Paul thinks you've. One hundred percent certain to score a goal against Rangers, but I just think that that's the the, the frame of mind that Ange Postecoglou is approaching this game in. Uh, you know, it, it, the chance to look at one or two things he said. That's manager speak. For there'll be several changes made. Yeah, well, it looks like the same sort of names that are getting mentioned here. So, will we see them tomorrow? We will find out. Thank you. Uh, to Paul who was on the line there on 01419511025 and as always if you'd rather just tweet us you can do that at Clyde SSB what about Colin in Bells Hill how are you tonight Colin? Oh, not too bad not too bad good I'm man just ringing, I'm just ringing him to say I think tomorrow it's it's already been made uh, public knowledge that there'll be no guard of honour mm-hmm. I think it's a total lack of respect for the club that has has won one trophy. Uh, sorry, I should say won two trophies, and potentially that could win a third trophy in the one season. And another club will not recognise that. You know, this is you know. There's going to be there's going to be no Celtic fans there tomorrow. There's going to be fifty thousand fans in that stadium that are going to be bathing for that club to fail, along with the people that's going to be on the TV. Do you know what? A Celtic, fa- a Celtic was footballers was they walk out there tomorrow with t-shirts on saying champions back to back. You know, well, yeah. what what does that look like? What does that look like in this society? Well, Ange Postecoglou says today he's not bothered and thinks that respect can be shown in other ways. In other ways, um, 
you know, says that he thinks it's a bit symbolic rather than anything real. We right. don't need a guard of honour for respect. I think there is respect. It might be grudging, but they know how hard it is to be successful. Um, I don't think there's a need for a guard of honour. Why do you feel so strongly? It's not about the guard of honour. What, what is it about then? It's, it's about recognising what another team has done. Okay, so if it's not a guard of honour, in what way do you want Rangers to do that? You phoned up about a guard of honour. You said it yourself. I'm quite happy. Look, yeah. Well, it's a guard of honour. It's it's about appreciating another, but another team's success in that country. No, I, yeah, I get that, but I do feel like we're shifting the goalpost slightly. If Ange Postacoglu says he's not that bothered about it, do, do you understand where he's coming from, or are you dis- would you disagree? You're allowed to. You can still tell us you think it's a disgrace. The footballers are focused on what they have to do. Tomorrow, the footballers, the 22 players that will take the field tomorrow, know exactly what they have to do and what they expect themselves to do. But as sportsmanship, why why does the, the why does the, the club why does Rangers Football Club not turn and say, well, fair play, they have done, they have achieved what we haven't this season, and and and, and applaud them. It's about a guard of honour After I'm, 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 My head's spinning here This uh, guard of honour business Has nothing to do With Sportsmanship As Colin calls it And it has nothing to do With respect It's about Trying to Humiliate The team that you're playing If if Celtic are playing St Mirren tomorrow There'll be no talk Of a guard of honour it, it But doesn't... would St Mirren do it though? Because oh, to be fair, there is still a, might, you know, still a discussion there, yeah, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they might very well. But Colin knows for certain why Rangers won't do it. And if it was Rangers who had won the title, Celtic wouldn't do it either. And both clubs would be correct because it's got nothing to do with respect. It's got nothing to do with appreciation of what the team has done. It has everything to do with the Celtic supporters just want to see Rangers players lined up. And the Rangers fans would want to see Celtic players lined up. It would be the most insincere, unnecessary, irrelevant pile of old rubbish. And you should just leave it all out. If if St Mirren wanted to do it, fine. Livy, fine. Hibs and Hearts, fine. But Colin knows why he wants a guard of honour. And Celtic don't care. Callum McGregor doesn't care. He will just come out and they'll get on with the game. And if Rangers were champions, Celtic wouldn't give them a guard of honour. And they'd be quite right too. I feel like there, there would be scope for a, a bigger debate. See, Ange Postacoglu today had said, I think this is a shambles and I think they should stand up. I think they should recognise us. Then, legitimately, we, we would probably have this big explosive debate tonight and it would be back and forward. Michael Beale said he doesn't see the need for it. This was answered a couple of years ago. The precedent's been set. Ange Postacoglu doesn't care It's kind of hard to take the the argument much further Fans can obviously feel as passionately about it as they want But if both clubs don't seem to care You wonder if it is as big a deal It's because they know exactly where they're at You know, Ange, all the whole course of the season Any time he speaks, he's focused on one thing and one thing only It's the improvement of his team and the individuals within that team And how they can progress their, their club forward that's why he's not interested in what goes on the side. He's not interested in the noise that surrounds the club. And he's done great to actually probably block a lot of that out. So it's no surprise to me that he's making these types of statements about a guard on it. It's irrelevant. 
irrelevant to what's going to happen on the pitch it's irrelevant to how it's going to make him feel if it happens or it doesn't happen thank you to Colin that was Colin on the line which takes us up nicely to this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football right here's the deal whichever one of you plays Beat the Pundit if you win me and the other pundit will give you a two-man guard of honour leaving the studio tonight. That fair? We'll stand either side of that door and see you on your way. That is what's at stake. But if you are listening and you want to win a signed ball, embarrass Hugh Keevans or Kenny Miller, now is your chance. 0141 951 1025 and the line's clear. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's 01419511025 You can tweet us at Clyde SSB Looking ahead to tomorrow's game between Rangers and Celtic Which has been described as all sorts of things From meaningful to meaningless To not even going to watch it Going to walk the dog instead Why is there no guard of honour? Should Morelos play? Will O get a start? All the big questions that you would expect to be asked before a game we can do that We can continue to do it So please keep your calls coming in We've not really touched Too much on the Rangers Goalkeeping situation Rangers fans I wonder if you think It's the right call To keep Robbie McCrory in Test him in a game like this Or would you rather Have seen Alan McGregor Return And Queen's Park Against Partick Thistle A seven goal thriller In the first leg And the second leg Is about 40 minutes away So hopefully we can chat About that one as well And before we do anything Let's get this over and done with Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Two zeros for the listeners this week Two in one week A disaster Let's hope that Nairn from Orkney can do better How are you Nairn? I'm very good thanks Gordon, how are you? Just don't get a zero Is that? Is that that's all I'm asking yeah. from you the plan, yeah, that's the plan. Good. I mean, someone even swore the other night, and I'm like, I would take that. I don't get ideas. I'm not being entirely serious. I would take that as long as it wasn't a zero. This is how strongly I feel about getting a point on the board. Uh, Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here. Heads, it will be Hugh. Tails, it will be Kenny. And it is heads. It's Hugh up against Nairn from Orkney. So what we'll do here is give some greatest hits radio to Hugh's earphones. And that way he won't hear your answers Nairn It's 30 seconds I will get them up and running All you need to do Answer the questions And pass If you don't know the answer Alright Okay perfect Right here we go then 30 seconds Going on the clock And your time Starts Now Who is the only Scottish player In the Rangers starting lineup Against Aberdeen Last weekend Brian Jack Which Celtic player Played for Bayer Leverkusen In Europe last night Brimpong who scored the more goals for Scotland, Stephen or Darren Fletcher? Stephen. How many goals were scored in Tuesday's thriller between Airdrie and Falkirk? Five. Which club did Kevin Van Veen join Motherwell from? Gunthorpe United. Name any of the four teams Rangers beat in the knockout rounds of the Europa League last season. RB Leipzig. Which country is Celtic Women's Player of the Year nominee Jacinta from? Iran. Okay, let's bring back Hugh Evans. Where's the button? Hugh, can you hear us? Good What were you enjoying over there? You looked like you were nodding along uh, Well we've finished with uh, I can make you feel good And we're just going into Nutbush city limits When you <laughs> called off Rudely interrupted you uh, Anyway right 30 seconds Same set of questions to you Hugh you ready? Yep Who was the only Scottish player In Rangers starting lineup Against Aberdeen last weekend? Um, 
pass Which ex-Celtic player Played for Bayer Leverkusen In Europe last night uh, Frimpong Who's got more Scotland goals Stephen or Darren Fletcher Darren How many goals were scored In Tuesday's thriller Between Airdrie and Falkirk Eight Which club did Kevin Van Veen Join Motherwell from Pass Name any of the four teams That Rangers beat In the knockout rounds Of the Europa League Last season Um Fiorentina Oh <laughs> well, He's only What is he fif- He's only 15 years out On that one uh, Nairn Do you think you've done enough uh, I don't know I think it's close The only Scott You Dived in as well Nairn A challenge that Ryan Jack Would have been proud of It was Robbie McCrory oh, Of course I, I hadn't even looked at the questions I mentioned them what 15 seconds before Beat the pundit started You think I would look at these things Uh, It didn't matter None of you got it Frimpong played for Leverkusen last night It's one all Darren Fletcher got 5 Scotland goals Stephen got 10 So it's Stephen Fletcher Nairn goes 2-1 in front But Hugh Keevans equalises Straight away Because there were 8 goals Between Airdrie And Falkirk And then Nairn goes back in front This is like a playoff game This mad drama Scunthorpe United who is a player like Kevin Van Veen playing for? You see him last weekend. He looks like a Ballon d'Or winner, and he's strutting about at Scunthorpe United. Yeah, Gary Hooper, he went south. Yep. He was from Scunthorpe. Unbelievable, honestly. Well, from Scunthorpe to Scotland's Player of the Year in two seasons won't be bad. Yeah. So we'll find out on Sunday, won't we? Um, Nairn's in one in front. Fiorentina was the 2008 knockout. Easy mistake to make. You had the choice of Dortmund, Belgrade, Braga, or Leipzig. And Nairn got it So he is out of sight Nairn you even had time to get it wrong Jacinta was born in Australia uh, And she's been capped at youth level But never for the full team So there we are You've done enough Even with that one being wrong And there is a Producers are going to be raging Nairn When they have to ship a signed (laughs) ball to you though I know I <laughs> See the, the second class Postage stamp down the road Hugh I don't know if that's Going to cut it well, we, we need to fly it To you in there and There are no ferries Well anyway Thank you Let's not take this show Down a road that doesn't need to go You've, <laughs> you've turned it into A political <laughs> phone in uh, Thank you to Nairn from Orkney Winner of Beat the Pundit uh, And restoring a bit of pride For the listeners After a few zeros this week Honestly What a disaster it's been What a disaster It's not all been lost On the phones this week though no You were part of Clyde One Super scoreboard History Groundbreaking On Tuesday night Yes Surely we'll need to get them back on tomorrow Without I think we should doubt. do that When the Dazzler and Mark And you're all here together Have you yes. heard about this Kenny? I have not Tuesday night First ever You thought you had it. You've been on the show long enough now You think you've heard it all? A call From the labour room Of the hospital Where the husband makes a point About Rangers rebuild well, the wife is in labour next to him. <laughs> and she comes on. To she's shouting in the background that she's not a Rangers fan. So, well, talking about baby Ange and all this sort of stuff, <laughs> I can actually hear the heart, the heartbeat in the background. You, I'm sure, have been at the birth of a few children. You know that familiar noise? Yep. I can hear that in the background. And they're just sitting there banging on about how he would or wouldn't pay five million for Malik Tillman. Well, listen, that's Glasgow for you, isn't it? <laughs> and I swear, you see the last couple of days. So I was at the Celtic Glasgow City women's game last uh-huh. night. Every press conference I've been everywhere I have been since Tuesday. What about the guy phoning for the hospital yeah. the other night? Richard. It is everywhere. And Richard and Gemma. Richard took to Twitter to confirm that him and Gemma are delighted to announce the arrival of baby Nathan, who is doing great. A scary and nervy experience. 
Um, so we'll need to get them back on over the weekend. Oh, without doubt. But incredible. I genuinely thought I had heard it all. I put I put this on Twitter. I remember a guy phoned in while he was under the sunbed. I remember another guy in the bath. In the bath, I was, but I was the, on that night. Yeah. The Labour Ward, Richard and Gemma. A winner. My winner. This could yep. be a trend. You know, we could assist women with childbirth. <laughs> Who wants to give birth to the soundtrack of your voice? There can't be anyone out there. Oh, it's either me or the Dazzler. The choice is yours. Exactly. Anyway, you can call from like your living room or whatever for the rest of the show. It doesn't need to be as mad as that. Um, 01419511025. As always, Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. We'll give a, a preview to Queen's Park Partick Thistle soon as well. Sun shining. What a night for playoff football. And the climax to the championship The playoffs so far have been goal laden So let's hope it's a bit like that Tonight uh, Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu He is one of four nominees for manager of the year It was an award he won last season This time he'll have to fend off competition From Stephen Robinson of the Premiership James McPake, League 1 champion uh, With Dunfermline And Darren Young, League 2 champion With Stirling Albion Here is what the Celtic manager had to say we're a club that, you know, we, we want to be successful every year. We, we have that opportunity and in many ways it's demanded of us. So, um, you know, if you uh, if you perform in that, at those levels, then I think, you know, the individual sort of uh, recognition comes along with it. And uh, obviously I'm sort of the, the front man for all that, but um, I think it's great recognition for all, all the staff and everyone involved and the players. Uh, and like I said, reflective of the season we've had. Yeah, please for the lads who, who got nominated. I think we could have had another half dozen in there, I think, um, because we've had some guys, you know, really outstanding season. It's been a real collective effort for us. And um, I think uh, from that perspective, you know, I'm pleased that, uh, as I said, everyone within the football club is getting recognition for that. Well, this award is voted for by Andrew's fellow managers. So if he doesn't get it, don't blame me or Gordon Duncan or Kenny Miller or anybody else. It's the managers who vote for this award And I think he's the outstanding candidate I can't think of a reason why he wouldn't yeah. get it uh, Whether this is the bit that's built in me Kenny to stick up for wee teams I've always sort of felt that If it's going to be a manager of one of the big two they're It's still going to need to have been a particularly special season You can't stumble to the league Do not much else and, and win this When you've got such superior resources this would probably fall into that bracket The way Celtic have gone about this this season How good they've been, how convincing they've been How comfortable they've won the league The fact that it probably is going to be a treble Sorry, uh, Billy Dodds is, Does that all point to being the obvious candidate for you? Yep, I think he's uh, he won it last year After a, a initial double in his first year at the club After the transition and the rebuild And everything that was, was thrown at Celtic What they needed to do when he first came through the door this season they've been they've been incredible again right right for the first whistle they've been good the stuff they've been playing has been has been a joy to watch at times even in that Champions League campaign where there was a few defeats and things within it I thought some of their stuff they played and was good it is going to be a treble again unless there is a, a minor miracle so it's uh, can you win a treble or even even a double should be enough mm. but if he was to go on and get the treble could he not get that yeah. that award I know he's going to you get it before probably it, yeah. before it anyway but it's probably uh, he is the standing when you look at the last I mean Stephen Robinson done a wonderful job mm -hmm. James McPake again it's another it's, a, it's another promotion it's a league winning promotion this time with Dunfermline and again for, for, for Darren Young it's uh, it's a wonderful season as well but again they're right up against the, the very elite yeah. range and again Hugh I suppose if there is a if there's a proper other outstanding 
job well, Let's take the Premiership Because that, that's where it's easiest to compare So Stephen Robinson's the only other Premiership mm. nominee In St Mirren Have had a very good season And they got to the top six for the first time Since the split was introduced Sitting sixth at the moment You know, it, it probably needs to, It always feels like it needs to be something Really, really, really eye-catching, doesn't it? You go through the rest Third place Aberdeen have sacked their manager yeah. Hearts have sacked their manager Hibs haven't But I don't see many people Banging down the door For Lee Johnson To be manager of the year no. Sorry Lee if you're listening um, So it's not been One of those seasons Where one of your smaller You know take If St Mirren were And this is the difficulty When you vote early I mean St Mirren gone and Finished third You probably say well, Hold on a minute You need to give Serious serious consideration but is there, is there any chance it's not Ange Postacoglu on Sunday? For me, it would be astonishing if it were not to be Ange Postacoglu. Stephen Robinson on St Mirren's budget to take them into the top six, that's a real achievement. And he himself said it was the biggest thing he had achieved right, yeah. in football management. However, if you have a man here who has had one defeat all season long, who has won the Viaplay League Cup, who has... Got one hand I'll put it politely On the Scottish Cup uh, And has won the league What more do you want? Okay let's bring in Stephen Who's a Celtic fan I'm sure happy to hear Ange Postacoglu Is up for that manager of the year Stephen and thoughts on the game as well This weekend Evening gentlemen Thanks very much for taking my call A pleasure um, I Listen as I said to the producer I think um, This city There is no such thing as a A, a meaningless uh, Derby game between Celtic Rangers I think we all know that um, I truly believe that It's more pressure than Rangers right? Obviously with the, the, the run of results That we've had of late Or they've had, sorry um, I believe that I believe that probably Celtic will be trying to use this To turn the screw Pressure-wise um, To try and reinforce the, the strength And the power that they have uh, Likewise Rangers will be trying to avoid a whitewash are not getting a, a victory So they'll be going for it And as I say I'm sure if you ask Kenny Who's played in many of these games There'll not be any player On either side That'll be thinking This is no worth uh, winning You know That's for sure Yeah Kenny What will that be like Because it's alright us saying Yeah it's not meaningless But it's obviously diminished If both teams are so willing To make changes But if you are Robbie McCrory Or you are Rabi Matondo Or you're O Or you're whoever You're not seeing it like that Are you Desperate to go and take this opportunity In front of a packed out crowd Yeah it might be Again some of these It might be your first start in, in this game It might be your opportunity To go and show the manager Again like you said there This is what I can do When the pressure's on Where there's 50,000 fans Against me from a Celtic perspective But for Rangers again When there's 50,000 fans there also Turning up We've not had a good season Things might be We might be 1-0 down How do I respond In mm -hmm. that pressure cooker Of the old firm environment So I, I agree You know It's Is, is it slightly it's, it's no way near As meaningful As what some of the other ones Have been or, 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 or it could have been But there is no such thing There's a lot to play for For the individuals That are in it And there's a lot to play for For the managers also yeah, Is that the mindset You have to take yourself to As a player You know, is that, that, I, th I think if you've not got it Then you're in the that's, wrong That's what I'm saying You, know, you find out yep. on these days Yeah I think so Because it's or you not you turn this into Your most important game of the season It needs to be Yeah And it needs to be I, I say that for Again From a purely Rangers perspective There was five cup finals There was five title deciders Left after the split Even though the league Was always done The cups were done The semi-final was gone that was five title deciders You have to approach it that way And here's one Because we were so caught up in this We we, we kicked the backside out of it In the build up to the previous game Because it was new And it was a novelty We still not got the away allocation Ange Postacoglu said today He said well, it's a bit weird Because when, when Rangers scored It went 
completely quiet. silent Yeah what an intriguing one that's going to be tomorrow. Let's say Celtic do win that game, as you know they would be favourites to probably. They go there as champions. They win it. I, I, I don't know. You're, they're looking comfortable to the end of the game. Is Ibrox completely empty oh, at this the, point? Those... Do you stay to to voice your anger? And don't get me wrong, Rangers fans. Yeah. I know you might win the game as well. I'm I'm interested about the most peculiar of the potential the scenarios. The only reason you stay if Celtic are in front and that there are. Two or three minutes to go The only reason you're staying Is to make your displeasure known uh, And that would be Michael Beale's Problem um, If on the other hand It's Rangers who are winning Then the noise levels Will be incredible uh, And This week We look forward to it Next week We will spend the whole week I guarantee you Analysing it Dissecting it Yeah whether it was meaningless this, or not This game that people can't make up their mind Whether it means anything or not And Stephen on the line Is at least mm. Truthful He's come on and said Of course It is full of meaning And I, I, I want Celtic to win it And Ange Postacoglu Yeah but again though Is that you suggesting that those who say They don't find it meaningful Are not being truthful uh, yeah, they're not being truthful. Why can you no. say that about someone's own personal opinion on a game? Because no, I've lived in this city all of my life. And yeah, but so been... have these people, presumably. Uh, uh, so yeah. A game being meaningful or meaningless to but an individual is, a, is their own personal feeling on it. But caller number three, Alec, told us he wasn't even going to turn on the telly. Again, though, and then admitted know, that he was trying to wind you up. But one off examples of it, you know, if somebody says they don't care about it, I don't like we can tell him Stephen, Stephen on the line I guarantee you Has lived with this fixture All of his life He has lived and worked With Ranger supporters And he knows That this city Revolves around This rivalry Sure there. again But these are all just These general it can, Both teams wouldn't be Making all the changes If it was as meaningful that As it could be I said to you Separate professionals From punters for punters but Punters are going to recognise that If you turn up to a game And it's it's two Not reserved teams Because that sounds unfair If you turn up there You just know You just you just know it feels different This I'm is not, an exercise You will be speaking accurately On behalf of some people Of that I have no doubt But just not everyone This is an exercise in pragmatism For Ange Postacoglu Because he can afford pragmatism So if he does play Burnaby O Turnbull mm. uh, And Iwata Then he's been pragmatic He wants to find out which of them thrive on that atmosphere? If any of them crumble mm. in that atmosphere, so he can afford pragmatism. Michael Beale can't afford pragmatism. Why is he playing Robbie McCrory then? Well, because he's gone on about having to find out the future beyond John McLaughlin and Alan McGregor because neither mm. will be there. So he can have pragmatism with regard to Robbie McCrory. But the outcome of the game is vital for him mm. because. He will get blamed in a big way If Ange Postacoglu wanders into uh, Ibrox With a much changed team And wanders back out again Having won I did say it Kenny just to get your thoughts on the crowd I'm not Because obviously Rangers might win And Celtic might win But I feel like The real Weirdness of this allocation Is going to come When the visiting team wins Isn't it? Yeah. Whatever way around that is So we've not had it yet We tried one at Celtic Park there we had one, was it last season at Celtic Park? They've won them both. So tomorrow it's Ibrox's turn. For all the, the talk we've had about whether it's right or it's wrong, the weirdest scenario is going to be when the away team wins in front of a full home crowd. But how does it come into effect tomorrow then? Listen, for me the weird thing was 
at Celtic Park when, when, when scored. James Tavernier yeah. scored and it's complete silence. You know, there's nobody there celebrating and it's... That's where when you talk about is it right, is it wrong, what does it do for that, that's where it's, it doesn't feel right when there's that, there, there's no mm. noise celebrating a goal. And you know what, Celtic have got a, a really good chance that they're going to score on a, a tomorrow afternoon and it's going to be the exact same. How it affects the game, how it is at the end, you know what, see even if, if there's Celtic fans in there and Rangers are getting beat, the chances of the Rangers fans are going to have moved on the same way. Like Hugh says, if you stay on, you're there to voice mm-hmm. your your displeasure at the performance and the results. So listen, again, I understand like the, the, the question things. For me, it's in game. It's the the energy. It's the it's the atmosphere that both sets of fans create. And then it's when that goal goes in. Mm. Even for the player, like where, where do I go? You know, <laughs> where do I go to celebrate? Yeah. Do I stay in the middle? Do I run to my bench? Because at least that's at least there's going to be guys jumping about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a weird weird scenario for a for a goal scorer in this game when there's no fans. Thank you very much. One four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll look for a teaser. We'll build up to the playoff games as well and more of your calls taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard my apologies in advance Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans I've got a very tough full time teaser for you I've tried to the version that's been sent in by Stephen I've tried to make it even a bit easier just to give you a fighting chance so we'll see how you get on Stephen Thank you very much for the question Stephen got in touch on the email Fulltime at Clyde1.com That is where it goes And he says Can you name six players Who've scored in an English playoff fixture Since 2017-18 And have then went on to score For a Glasgow or Edinburgh club In the SPFL And I mean the big four Yeah, yeah No Queen's Park players involved, okay So can you name six players They've scored in an English playoff fixture since 2017-18 and they've then went on to score for Glasgow or Edinburgh's big two. Oof. I mean, it is only six, so that's kind of what I'm hoping. Kamar Roof. Wow. Outstanding, honestly. Not satisfied with winning and beat the pundit. Oh no, you lost and beat the pundit actually hmm. Who am I kidding? But what you've, a Monday You've redeemed yourself Kimar Roof did it against Derby in 2019 um, Patrick Roberts? No, actually They've made the playoffs though, haven't they? This year? Yes, they have So yeah. maybe he will but, maybe um, we can add him n- the Next year um, Glenn Kamara? No Matt O'Reilly? No uh, What I would suggest he is Although I worded it in a particular way There might be more of an Edinburgh emphasis on these than oh. the than the Glasgow one, but you're not done with Glasgow yet. Tell you what, it's tough. It's Deutsch? tough. Uh, no, as an example, just just to add a bit of meat to the bones here, Stephen's list w- was not exclusive to Glasgow and Edinburgh. I've just trimmed it down a bit, so it also included Anthony Stewart of Aberdeen. Remember him? Oh yeah. Uh, and Alex Samuel of Ross County. I thought those two would maybe be pushing it a little bit, but Josh Ginelli. No Peter Heron No He's going he's gonna to name the entire Hearts team <laughs> Nah listen we'll leave it for now I'll let you get some thinking time You do have Kamal Roof Which means there's only five to get So okay. We'll see how we go About to do a preview of Queen's Park Partick Thistle as well Let's bring in Colin first though From St George's Cross Colin what's your point tonight? Hi good evening guys Hello uh, it's a point for Kenny mainly. Kenny, I know you were at the game uh, during the week there, the the Glasgow Cup final. Um, this was kind of my first time I've actually seen the boy Lovelace. 
and I was very, very impressed with him over the 90 minutes. Also Bailey Rice for that matter as well, but more so Lovelace. And it brings me on to my point is, why are we giving Morelis time when it's it's been done for some time? So let's just shake hands. Thanks very much, because the effort that young boy Lovelace will give you tomorrow or a game such as that, without shame what Morelis has done over the last season. Listen, you'd be tough to say. You'd be tough to say again on the Morello side. You're, you're you're probably right. Is is he is he ready to step into a game like this again? I suppose you'll never know. I thought he did do well. He done well the other night. I think he looks, looks pretty raw. Uh, good pace, good power. Uh, took his goal well, uh, and he's been brought to the club last summer. I think it was again to to get B team games and and to push on to eventually be around the first team squad which I know he has been he's been on the bench I think a few times is he ready to be starting to see? I still think you need to earn it you know you still need to at these clubs you need to be you need to have earned that right you can't just be handed first team opportunities because there's a lot of guys there uh, I mean it was a good game actually I enjoyed it uh, some good young talent on both sides so uh, I'm, I'm sure he has been in the squad he has been on the bench he may be on the bench tomorrow and you may see him in action likely when we're talking about the Vata on the other side of the city so but you know I, I, I get your point uh, could he do much worse he would definitely bring an enthusiasm and an energy that maybe again mm. even Michael alluded to that maybe Alfredo's not brought in yeah. the last few months you know, I, I don't want to keep Going round in circles There always becomes a point I get Hugh wants to emphasise the fact that You know it always has meaning So I'm sure it does to some people But I think There must be There must be a lot of Rangers fans out there Who If you go into the game tomorrow Give someone like Zach Lovelace a chance And you lose the game Your anger level Is going to be entirely different From the anger level If you start Alfredo Morelos And lose the game Surely <sighs> Well let's just ask Colin then Is that the way you would feel Colin? Uh, to be honest, Gordon, no, I don't. I, I think probably it's it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment moment for Rangers tomorrow. If they win, great. But if they lose, we were expected to lose anyway against this kind of steamrolling Celtic mm. unit at the moment. So I'd, I'd rather take my chances on the future. Well, that, no, that's kind, that's kind of what I'm saying. That's what I mean. You know, you're, you're you take the defeat a bit easier if you if you do that, Hugh. Do you see what I mean? It's almost like it takes the. If you're Michael Beale, because you've uh-huh. said you want to separate the professionals, you know, yeah. if, if you're Michael Beale, you're what? What are you learning by playing Alfredo Morelos? If there's nothing to actually be won, literally nothing to be won, what are you learning by playing him? You're learning how to keep the fans off your back. So, so maybe do it then. Yeah. Hmm. But as you say, Kenny, you don't want token involvements for youngsters, do they? It needs to be. No, I, th- I just think you need to earn it. Yeah, yeah, I think you need to have been knocking down the door. And again, I don't know. Have they? Has has, has Lovelace been doing that? I've, I mean, I said he's been in around the squad, so clearly he's done enough to warrant spots on the bench every now and again. Uh, yes, yeah, it's a bit. I still think there's there's a lot on the line tomorrow, to, like to throw, and it's a lot to ask uh, a young player to go in and yeah. really impact the game and in the way you you, you would hope. For this game and everything it means for Rangers, and as you well know, there's something about that area of the pitch as well. It just doesn't, you know. We've seen maybe young fullbacks go in and have to do it, but kind of leading the line. And and you know what? And it's because of the performances of the of the players at the top. It would be a big ask for, to ask a young player, 
like to go on and, and, and lead the line in this game because Rangers have really again mm. again I'm kind of contradicting myself because I'm saying Rangers have toiled in that area so throwing a young lad and expecting him to make the improvements but it goes back to the point if the players who are the options for Michael are no doing it then do you maybe, look for yeah. something different Colin what do you make of the decision in fact I'll just play it this was uh, Michael Beale talking about Robbie McCrory he can give us your thoughts I've got faith in him. He, he wasn't he wasn't available for the majority of the time that I was here. When he was getting back, it was important I gave him a chance to get rhythm in training and a couple of the B team games. And we're at a stage now where I think it's 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 a moment for Robbie to to have a run of games where he can showcase what he has. And I thought last week was a real good step in the right direction for him. And it was the first time in a long while that he started a game and I thought he was excellent. You know, he's played this fixture before, so he's had experience. He's obviously been on loan in the Championship and League One and League Two. He's done everything a young goalkeeper can do to have an opportunity. He now has it. All he has to do is be himself. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. And I've got complete faith in him. What do you think, Colin? Are you happy enough to go along that line tomorrow? Yeah, 100%, Gordon. Uh, we've got to bear in mind now, Robbie's not a kid anymore. He's 25, so he needs to play. Um, I thought he was tremendous last week against Aberdeen. And let's not forget, any time he's represented in the first team, yet he can see the goal. And including against Celtic, Hugh, because again, yeah. we had this discussion last Friday, and understandably, you two were a bit more of thinking, you know, it's still a big game, you don't want to, on the weekend that Celtic can win yeah. the title and all that stuff. But now that Michael Beale's made that decision, as Kenny says, I assume some you said last week, didn't you? I mean, Alan McGregor will need, not need, but we'll come back in for a farewell game, won't he? I would expect so. But, you know, before that, well, he might as well. This season, you've had John McLaughlin making a horrendous error against uh, Celtic, passing the ball to David Turnbull, who scored. You've had uh, Alan McGregor perhaps looking his ears uh, when he came out to try and. Uh, take care of a bad pass back from John Souter and Jota nipped in, beat him, went round him and scored a goal. So Robbie McCrory is perfectly entitled to get his chance against uh, Celtic tomorrow. Will he have sentimentality before the end of the season and let Alan McGregor take a wave or not is really neither here nor there. The manager has got to look because he won't have McGregor next season or McLaughlin mm. and he has to have a look at McCrory. Uh, thank you Colin Enjoy the game Tomorrow 01419511025 Right we're very close now Queen's Park Partick Thistle Bl- This championship Has been bonkers Blockbuster entertainment Hugh mm. And it's continued that way In the playoffs Are you expecting more of it tonight? I'm expecting more goals For one simple reason Gordon And that is That in their last two games Partick uh, uh, Queen's, Park. Queen's Park Have conceded Nine goals I mean And scored a fair few yeah, but defensively, tonight they have to be rock solid defensively because the onus is on them to score. I don't doubt that they have the ability to score goals, but if you're leaking them at the other end of the park, mm. you're really not getting anywhere. It's been remarkable, Kenny. Just going back, it seems like ages ago, it was only this time last week, when we were in here saying, will the, will the Queen's Park and Dundee game, will be will it be cagey? I was going to phone you both on the drive home. Because <laughs> so was I going to phone you as well, yeah. By the time I got to the lights at Dumbarton Road, <laughs> I think there were about three goals had been scored. The phone was just blown up. It was just alert after alert after alert. I mean, it's, I mean it, it's the exciting end 
to that league that you would have expected. Yeah. You know, maybe not quite the level of goals, but the excitement and and again, Queens Park just seemed to be involved in these types of games. I mean, that again, three one down, and then they get themselves back in, it and then they concede late. It's, I mean, it's all set up. It's all set up for another classic tonight. So you look. Maybe we are just quite cynical and fatalist about these things, but when you look at getting back to three each and then conceding yeah. late, it's got that feeling about it, doesn't it? That maybe that was a missed opportunity for Queens Park. It'll be a sickener, that's for sure, because they've, they've they've obviously worked ever so hard to get themselves back into it against a really really good team as well in part at Thistle. So it's uh, but it's, it's still all there to play for. I mean, it's been, it's been an incredible story for for Owen Coyle and his team this this year, going so close, falling by into the players. Not even finishing second, finishing third, and that was the nature of the end of that of the championship. But it's still there for them to go and take tonight. Yeah, and I mean, Hugh, you mentioned it earlier the the emotion though attached yeah. to tonight for for Partick Thistle. Um, who, the club themselves announced the sad passing of Lauren Stool and Chris Stool and the manager's father yesterday. Uh-huh. I think it was. Um, it's very easy for us. I mean, Kenny's a bit different, having been involved, but certainly fans and maybe media to a point. We just think these guys are robots, and we, yeah. we never take into account really what's going on in their, their private lives. And this is this is about as tough as it gets, really, for Chris Stool and Grinta a game like this. No game of football will ever compensate for the loss of your father. No achievement between now and the end of the season will ever compensate for the loss of your father. But I would bet that Chris Doolan will be there tonight and that he will be saying to himself and his family would have said to him, it's what your father would have wanted. And that sounds on the melodramatic side, but that's that's real life for you. Chris Doolan made his father very proud as a Partick Thistle player who scored over 100 times for the club. He has lost only one out of 14 games as the manager of the club. And I think the family will give their blessing to him going to this football match. Uh, It will not compensate for the loss of his father. It will not take his mind off his father. But he's a professional and... He will think He should be there tonight uh, And I'll just keep asking this question In the hope that, that One time the answer is yes And it proves to be correct Will tonight maybe Actually be the, the KG one You know you go in Because these look We don't get the chance You don't play in two-legged games Very often if you're Partick Thistle or Queen's Park To go in with say You know a, a one-goal advantage Or is it is it easy enough To put your foot to the floor early on Try and end the tie I th- I, you know what? It's a dangerous game because I think when you uh, when you look at both these teams and, and you look at the lineups, I mean, if you think Partick are going to go, on, I mean, they've got attacking players. They've got Lawless. They've got Tiffany. They've got Fitzpatrick. They've got Brian Game up front. I mean, Turner's actually popped up with a few goals of yeah, late as well. Good, I just it? think that Jack McMillan, I know Jack for when he was a young boy at Livingston, he's a real attacking, great energy up and down that right flank. So it's uh, it's, a, it's it's an attacking team. I think you've got to go. You've got to go to win the game. You know, that's it. you can't be sitting back and, and, and being cagey if that's not the way you play. And with the amount of goals that both of these teams are scoring, it's, uh, I just can't see there being any other any other game that is going to be another goal fest. No, um, no. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I must admit, I've looked just on Partick Thistle's sort of own media page. It is interim assistant manager, Paul McDonald, who's been doing the pre-match media on there. Um, but then that might have been something that was recorded. Uh, yesterday or something So let's not read too much into things Anyway we wish Chris Doolan and his family well And both teams well in that game tonight We'll keep an eye on it It'll probably be 6-0 before we go off air so, Or 6-4 um, What are you? How are you faring on the teaser? Uh, 
Remember we're looking for Is it six did I say? Yep Six players who've scored In an English playoff game Since 2017-18 And they've gone on To score for a Glasgow Or Edinburgh side In the SPFL Kamal Roof is one answer Harry McCurdy no, but I can see oh, what you're thinking. The Swindon well. connection. Rocky Bashir. Has he even scored actually? Uh, no. Snodgrass. No. Oh my goodness. No, 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 Boyce. No. I'm having, we're having one here. Here. Right. Uh, Buck. I'll, I'll give you one other clue. So it's a, there's another Rangers one you're looking for. And Rangers do like that sort of English lower league market, don't they? So what would be a good example of one, one of them in recent seasons. Trips. <laughs> One that they ended up actually If you're talking player trading And that sort of thing Aribo Joe Aribo We are going to try And that's the key word Try And get the rest of the answers next The playoff games are going to kick off Let me just mark your card for something Because some of you may know uh, That next week 15th to 21st of May Is Mental Health Awareness Week So all the next week On Clyde One Super Scoreboard We will be showing our support For something far more important Than football Which is of course Mental Health Awareness Every night in the show We're going to speak to someone Some organisation Some person involved in the game To just discuss how football Can support anyone Who is struggling By having a positive impact On our mental well-being As football can do So join us all next week as we go through all the usual football talking points and discussions as well as supporting Mental Health Awareness Week. We'll be back soon. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Said it was a tough teaser tonight, but I think with a bit of thinking time, Hugh and Kenny have managed to at least progress. So we're looking for six players who've scored in an English playoff since 2017-18 and since then they've come up here and scored for Celtic, Rangers, Hibs or Hearts basically so Roof and Aribo you got before the break anything during? I'm sure Mark you McNulty. did Mark McNulty well done he did it against Notts County in 2018 apparently I'll go Newell Joe Newell did it against Scunthorpe and Hugh or was Kenny got the other one uh, What's his first name? Grant George Grant George Grant Well done Okay so what one to get is it? Yeah One to get Okay we'll see how you get on Between now And the end of the show I was going to say end of the season I'm going to get a bit ahead of myself Although it is getting to that stage of the campaign uh, Let's look at some of the other Talking points for tomorrow Because they are huge We've spent There's an irony here And it's a supply and demand thing Obviously but Talking about whether a game is meaningless or not When in fact we've got some brilliantly meaningful games to come So what about St Mirren Hearts? Here's Stephen Robinson It's a recognition of, of everybody what they've achieved this season You know, um, at the head of it so you get the, the praise for it But you know, ultimately the players have been exceptional It's the first time in a long, long time that St Mirren have gotten the top six Still battling for a place in Europe And I think the circumstances through the financial problems here have probably been What's made me say it's certainly been the hardest achievement, and yeah, it's it's been a really good achievement. You can see the the joy it's brought to a lot of people in Paisley, and you know, you know, we want to go and finish off the season. Yeah, Stephen Robinson talking about his nomination for Manager yeah. of the Year. We mentioned earlier alongside Ange Postecoglou, James McPeak, and Darren Young. But Hugh, how important is that tomorrow? Hearts in fourth on forty eight points, St Mirren in sixth on forty four. Well, it is be, it the old, come on, get the cliche book out Is, is it must win for St Mirren particularly? Uh, it's must win for Hearts, I would say um, Because mm. they're five points adrift of Aberdeen sure. Yeah, I was thinking you know, if, if St Mirren had any chance of, of catching the teams above them But I yeah, I take your point yeah, And it would be the ultimate irony if Hibs helped out Hearts By getting something at Bataudry But 
I think that Barry Robson and Aberdeen, I think, were slightly unfortunate over the piece at Ibrooks last weekend. I felt they should have had a penalty. Um, and I, I think they will beat Hibs. Therefore, it's imperative that Hearts come away from Paisley with all of the points. But Stephen Robinson has done too much, particularly at home, for anyone to assume mm. that's a foregone conclusion. Yes, yeah, so Miriam won't want this to peter out, Kenny. Nothing can take the achievement away of finishing top six, but it was a, a ropey result on the day that got them there. Um, and obviously I haven't started the, the post-split fixtures brilliantly. Um, but what... I, keep, I do keep saying this to be fair Broken record The split has its faults But then when it throws up games like this When you're just up against the teams round about you It makes for some brilliant action doesn't it? It does And this is the thing First of all like you say They don't want to just Peter There was talk of Europe There was talk of potentially even They could have got third at one point mm-hmm. For me this is like If they've got any hope of getting European football I think they need to win they need to win tomorrow But again You flip that on its head It's a big opportunity for Hearts to gain ground Sitting back there Hoping that Aberdeen Hibs is a draw You know And you can gain ground And you can still have that So It's uh, I mean it's big games all round You mm-hmm. know You've got the old farm You've got the You've got Hibs Aberdeen Who are both fighting for that slot And you've got Hearts Who really probably Both of those teams If they want to get to where They want to get to mm-hmm. Probably need to win that game Yeah and then You look at Not so long ago What did they call it It got a bit boring After a while El Sacchio El yeah. Sacchio Whatever it was Aberdeen and Hibs Meet again tomorrow And a lot's changed for Aberdeen since then, that's for sure. And then even Hibs, you know, they, they are in they are in fifth. They could easily finish fourth. Third might be a bit more of an ask, but it's still completely possible. There's, there's just more about Aberdeen. Uh, I know they lost to Ibrox last weekend, but there's just infinitely more about them. Mm. Um, and they they will, I think, get the home win tomorrow against Hibs. Again, massive though, isn't it? I mean, the players are certainly giving Barry Robson everything. Yeah. I mean, some, I mean, some of the sign-ins have been, have been excellent. The boy McDonald, I mean, Pollock is a warrior at the back for them. You know, and they've got that front too. Who, by the way, they've been actually no bad all season, but their games have, have been elevated. Maybe they've been elevated by the players around them, the confidence of winning games, but Aberdeen are in a good place. And then, of course, sometimes you get properly meaningless games, as we've been <laughs> discussing. Eighth place Motherwell, ninth place St. Johnson. Is that, is it? Or, or could St Johnson still be sucked in? They still need points. Right. There's no doubt about it. They still need points. So it's uh, it's not entirely meaningless when you look at the like the league table and 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 where they're both placed. It's obviously meaningless for for Mullerwell. And I think all the Mullerwell and Livingston's fixtures are are meaningless in respect to what what can be achieved. Uh, but for St Johnson, I still think they need at least. Uh, if they got if they got the win, then I think that would that would see them steer clear of relegation and that playoff spot. Yeah, if they don't, they could get sucked back in. Dundee to Ross County. That's where the tension lives. Tannadice is the home of tension tomorrow because uh, yeah. bottom three, Dundee United to come on Ross County, uh, only one point separating them all. Uh, it's just vital for Malky Mackay that Ross County get something from that game. If they don't. I fear they'll be down. Uh, and, you know, Kilmarnock are playing Livy and Livy give off the very definite impression that they're on their holidays. I, I know that David Martindale told them to get Ibiza out of their heads. But ah, easier said than done. They've got Ibiza in their heads as much as George Bowie has. <laughs> if one man has Ibiza on his mind, I'm sure it is. And he's about to join us in the not-too-distant future. But, yeah, I mean, massive at the bottom, Kenny, because... It has been this stage for a while No one can put a run together No one seems to do it Every now and then Somebody shows signs You know maybe at Dundee United You know a couple of wins You think oh maybe You go and lose at McDermott Park Yes granted A man sent off But They're down there for a reason 
Absolutely. I mean, if you think it was actually three wins in a row that Dundee United three, had, they yeah. not put that run together? Oh. I mean, I mean, where they would be right now. So it's, uh, it's I mean, it's all. I mean, the reason these teams are down there fighting there at this stage of the season is because of that. The, the, the performances have not been good enough, and there's been no consistent kind of run of wins and results over the course of the season. So Hugh's right. That game Dundee United Ross County is absolutely huge. Absolutely huge. We can kick the ball around on this tomorrow, Hugh. But since it's the last time we'll speak to Kenny over the weekend, who'll win Player of the Year on Sunday night? I think Kyle will win it, and that's who you would choose as well. Aye, I would. I would give it. And listen, Callum McGregor's been absolutely standing. Hatati has had the good seasons, well, but he has had a few injuries here and there as well. He's not been the ever presence that, that, that mm. Callum and Kyle have. But I think for the level of goals, when you're going on and getting thirty plus goals, I think you you probably deserve it. Mm. So he's uh, and the big goals, the goals that matter. You know, if I, if do you think I, I could a, fit a Kevin Van Veen t-shirt under my tux on uh, Sunday night? Well, yeah, very likely, but I don't discount Van Veen for one reason. If I had a vote, I would vote for Kyogo, and I think he deserves to get the award. However, you've got Kyogo, Hatati, and McGregor all from Celtic. If their fellow pros have split the vote mm-hmm. here, Van Veen could sneak in, come round. On the outside well, we'll and f- actually get there. We'll find out PFA Scotland Player of the Year awards On Sunday night We can get stuck into that A bit more tomorrow Hugh You've got one more name To give me on the teaser Six players They've scored an English Playoff goal Since 2017-18 And since Have scored up here For a Glasgow or Edinburgh club Roof Aribo McNulty Newell George Grant And one more James Wilson No Armand Ginandjali oh, no. no What Even more recent Sims. Ellis Sims There we go Well done Ellis Sims Thank you Hugh Keevans Thank you Kenny Miller And the biggest thanks Always goes to you Really really appreciate you Listening all week long Every week We get to the end of it And it amazes me How much you've supported The show over the week So thank you again We'll do it all over tomorrow Six hour special Kicking off with Celtic uh, Trip to Ibrox And then huge games Across the league as well George might have Ibiza on his mind As Hugh says But he's waiting at the door in Clyde Bank No difference And he'll be with you in just a few moments